This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This headline grabs your attention. The world's most identical twins share a boyfriend and want him to get them both pregnant at the same time. (laughs) Now that's identical. Uh, They are Anna and Lucy, 34-year-old twins from Australia. And they were just on a, a talk show in England yesterday talking about how they want their joint boyfriend, Ben, to get them both pregnant together. The first night we met Ben, we, we kissed him, both of us. We were like, we really like this guy and let's see where it can go. We want to experience pregnancy together. We want to do everything in life together. You know, we'll die together. We'll grow old together. We shower together. We wake up together. We go to bed at the same time. We eat together. We're hungry together. Everything is just the same. It could be obsessive, but this is how we want to live our life. And we live as one person. Is that a real thing? If you have a twin, let us know. It's a bit of an act. It absolutely is. Like, I could see finishing each, each other's, other's sentences. sentences. Oh, my God, Jim. Now we're doing Identical. It. <laughs> but it's like, it's not natural. Girls, like, she can't help, help it. Help it. It's like she's forcing it. But this is how we want to live our life. I feel for Ben because that would get a little tiresome after a while. This thing, these girls, I've seen them before. They call themselves the most identical twins, but they both have identical plastic surgery. They've had plastic surgery together? Where'd you see that? In an article. These girls have been famous for a while. Okay, they like uh, social media? Yeah. Famous? Because they've been... Instagrammers? They were single before. So they were the most identical single twins, and then they landed this this Ben guy who is never going to win an argument. <laughs> At least the average guy feels like there's a chance when he's only dealing with one wife or girlfriend. He feels like there's a chance he's going to win an argument at some point. He's never going to win one either. But Ben, he's got to he's got to know there's not a chance that he can compete with the two of these ladies if they're. If they're coming after him yeah. for something. Imagine them arguing with you simultaneously, Ugh. saying the same words. We wake up together, we go to bed at the same time, we eat together, we're hungry together. Everything is just the same. So Ben's 39 years old. He says that he understands the twins' bond. They both want him to get them pregnant at the same time. So I don't know if Ben has two penises or how that's going to work, <laughs> but uh, there's guys out there, you know, they're, they're attractive women. They're, uh, they're identical. Uh, Ben's, Ben's got some benefits definitely to that situation sure. for the time being. <laughs> but is it worth it in the long run, Ben? You get these these twins pregnant at the same time. They both give birth to identical twins because they run in the family. Now you got four screaming kids and two wives that finish each other's sentences. The first night we met Ben, we, we kissed him, both of us. We were like, we really like this guy and let's see where it can go. And we're wondering how much of that twin thing is just an act. The twins really have like this this way of communicating, like psychic powers. Do they need to be finishing each other's sentences <laughs> like that? Text messages coming in. Taz and Jim, my wife is an identical twin, and believe me, there's a bond between twins that the rest of us will never understand. Their connection is on another level. This Ben guy better be prepared to be a third wheel for the rest of his <laughs> life. Regarding twins, all I know is my father-in-law passed away this Sunday. Oh, sorry to hear that. A few minutes before midnight, his twin sister from Australia called us 10 minutes later and asked what happened. 
Oh, that's, that's so crazy. sad. Yeah, she know she knew he wasn't well, and we'd been giving her updates, but she had never called at that time before. It's like she knew something had happened. Wow. Trish is on the phone. Trish, you got a twin? I do. Identical? No, fraternal. Fraternal. Okay. Well, that's that's not really even twins, is it? <laughs> I'm kidding. And do you have a bond, like a crazy, unexplainable bond with your, your twin? Is it a, a guy or a girl? It's a girl. Okay. Yes, we do. We're not crazy like those two, but uh, we do. Like Finish I each other's kids. sentences? We do. We get the feelings. We get, we get everything. What's the craziest twin story you can tell us? I was in a car accident, and then I got home, and my sister called me, and she's like, what happened? See, you hear those stories over and over, but it really over happened to you. Again. We finish each other's sentence. We know when each other's upset. We, yeah, it really does. It really is a twin thing. What do you think of these twins in Australia dating the same guy? Oh, that's ridiculous. You never that's shared ridiculous. a dude with your sister. No. No, that's a twin code. You can't do that. <laughs> she did turn in the project once and put her name on it. Oh, so you did do the twin thing at school where you did each other's work. We did. We looked a lot alike when we were younger. Uh, I always wished I had a smart twin to get me better grades in school. It's a never-ending best friend. I'm sure for some unknown reason, your sister just decided to tune into the Taz and Jim show because she felt like something was up. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Why don't you say good morning to her? Good morning, Yvonne. I hope your plane lands, okay? She's on a plane right now? Don't say that. She is. She's on a plane to Toronto. She actually uh, lives in Nunavik. Oh, okay. Yeah, so th- so. there's no, like, uh, bad reception. Your your twin uh, psychic powers go all the way to Nunavik? Oh, yeah. They go all the way there. No bad reception <laughs> at all. <laughs> Thanks, Trish. I like how Trish says... <laughs> When I said she may be listening this morning, she's like, no, I can read her mind. She hates you guys. <laughs> Not There's no fan. way she'd ever listen to this garbage. <laughs> the Major League Baseball season in jeopardy. Bunch of Miami Marlins players tested positive for COVID-19. Announced yesterday that seven more players have um, contracted COVID-19. So that's at least 13 people in the organization who have gone down with it in recent days. <sighs> Two games were postponed yesterday. One today, Marlins' home opener against the Orioles has been canceled. Their game today is on hold. And the New York Yankees-Philadelphia Phillies game was called off because uh, the Yankees would have used the same locker room that the Marlins used on Sunday. So, uh, fingers crossed that this isn't now something that's going to tear through the Yankees organization. (sighs) I mean, that's a lot of people. If it was one or two, I'd feel a lot better about it. 13. Yeah. And that's 13 yesterday. Yeah. Who knows how many will test positive today. Derek Jeter, part owner of the Marlins, put out a statement. He said that postponing the games was the correct decision to ensure we take a collective pause and try to properly grasp the totality of this situation. Uh, There was a call yesterday Commissioner of Major League Baseball says there's no plans to pause the season or shut it down at this point. But we're, what, a week in? Mm -hmm. A week and a half in? And already 
a, a team has just been torn apart by COVID. I feel like getting Dr. Fauci to throw out a first pitch was a bad omen. <laughs> and the pitch that he threw as well. Yeah, bad sign. It wasn't good. No, don't like it. And for Canadians, you know what stinks about this is we got to give some credit to the federal government. I hate telling the government they're doing things great. I like complaining about the government, but they had a pretty good point, I guess, with the Blue Jays playing at home in Toronto. Mm -hmm. Not a good idea with the baseball teams that are touring around the U.S. You look at the numbers down there, and to have them crossing the border, like imagine the Marlins came to Toronto and... You know, or yeah. or a team like the Marlins that had that had that many players infected. I wonder why the MLB didn't do the bubble system. You know, instead of traveling, I know. Yeah, I'm sure they're asking that question right now too, Jim. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of slow pitch places that have like six diamonds in one spot. <laughs> like, how hard would it be? That would be great, eh? In Dorchester, <laughs> slow pitch city. Slow pitch city. Yeah, they just have uh, you know they got seven or eight. Games going on at once. Sure. Just like on a Sunday when I used to play. Yeah, like th- there's your bubble. <laughs> Dorchester's a bubble. It's crazy, man. It's crazy that they didn't, and it's crazy that they're they're gonna keep going here and travel. That's that's a big that's a big risk. And, and we've known that. It's not a surprise. We all know that if you're on an airplane or you're on a bus and one person has it, then everyone in that tube that's full of everyone's exhales and farts, mm-hmm. they're all possibly going to get infected pretty easily. Baseball still a go, but if you're a Marlins fan, season's not looking good for you. Yeah, not good for Major League Baseball. The Marlins, 13 cases of COVID-19 in the organization, and they've had to cancel a number of games because of it. Now, the NBA is facing their own challenges. You hear about this, Jim? What's that? So the NBA is playing in a bubble. They're not traveling around like baseball teams are right now. But the bubble, you got to be careful. You don't let anything in. And one player, L.A. Clippers, uh, Lou Williams, is now quarantining for 10 days after he got the green light to go out to go to a funeral. And before he came back to the bubble, he decided to stop. No! At the Rippers! (laughs) Well, you got to pour one out for your buddy. Somewhere. Lou was in Atlanta after the father of a close friend passed away. After the service, he stopped off at a gentleman's club (laughs) called Magic City. Oh, yeah, gentlemen. Welcome to Magic City. Put your hands together for infections. Oh, yeah. Infections to the stage. <laughs> he was there with a uh, a friend who's a rapper, Jack Harlow, who posted a photo of them together. Why, dude? I know. And then Jack Harlow deleted it, tried to claim it was an old photo, but in the picture... Lou Williams of the L.A. Clippers was wearing a mask that is like standard issue. It's a new mask that they've given out to all the players who are in the bubble. Yeah. So they could tell that the photo was not old. He eventually admitted that he went to the strip club, 
but he claims he only stopped in to get food. It's it's. <laughs> The worst excuse. That's yeah. you'll get more sick from that than you will from COVID nineteen. Don't eat anything at the strip club. Uh, Lou is arguing on on social media. Fifteen years in this business, and the most dirt you have on me is stopping to get hot wings during a pandemic. Shut, Shut up. That's not what he. <laughs> what an idiot. You know, like I know we all get tempted once in a while, but come on, dude. He would have got away with it if it wasn't for his buddy posting the picture. Why did he do that? That's, I don't know, because I've never heard of that rapper, to be honest. So he that this is going to put him on front pages somewhere, you know? <laughs> I saw a tweet yesterday saying that Lou Williams is arguing that the strippers at uh, Magic City all have herd immunity, so it's okay. He shouldn't, <laughs> he should, but I think it was a joke. <laughs> I like that he was still wearing a mask. And you know that if he was wearing a mask, they weren't eating. He was wearing a mask that said NBA on it. <laughs> so he was not being very discreet. No, he, was, he wasn't He was eating. He was just waiting for his wings to come oh, up. Oh, yeah. Waiting for the order. Sure. But if you're in the bubble and you get out for a couple hours, stay away from the strip clubs. <laughs> and really, if you are going to a strip club, stay away from your friend's cell phone camera. Also, when were you allowed to start taking pictures in the strip club? That's a big no-no, boys. Uh, so many things wrong with this story. <laughs> Talking about the board game aisle at the toy store yesterday, I saw three games in a row that they did not look appealing at all. One was called Papa Zit. The other was called Plumber Pants. <laughs> a plumber crack-themed game for the kids. It's about time. And in the middle was a board game called Pandemic. And you say you've heard of that one before, Jim. Yeah, it's like a kind of, I've never played it, but my buddy has, and it's pretty popular. You kind of work together as a team, so you're not actually playing each other. You're playing, like, the board game, and you try to beat the pandemic. How old is the board game? Is it a new Two, thing? No, it's probably, I'd say, at least three years old. Anyone who has, has ever played that game, you're the reason we're in this situation. You jinxed it. <laughs> Pandemics are not entertainment. Yeah. It's not a game, people. And Settlers of Catan only encourages colonialism. It's I don't like board games anymore. We're getting messages. Uh, Diffuse the bomb. Somebody sent us a text of that game. I mean, we've talked about that one before. It was a bit of a controversy because Walmart was selling a game called Diffuse the Bomb. Looked like a couple sticks of dynamite tied together and you had to cut the wires <laughs> to diffuse the bomb before the timer uh, stopped. Uh, the other one is the... Uh, the piece of poo that comes flying out of the toilet, that game. Yeah, and then you got to catch it or something? Yeah, I don't know if you... Do you catch the poo? Flush and frenzy. Do you catch the poo or do you avoid maybe, the poo? Maybe it, like, it pops up like uh, when you do something wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I thought that's part of the game. If, you, if, if they're encouraging kids to catch poop that's flying out of the toilet <laughs> with flush and frenzy, they're yeah. definitely sending the wrong message. <laughs> we just got an amazing... Amazing text message here regarding board games. Taz and Jim, on Father's Day, I was in bed with a migraine, so my boyfriend drove my son to my ex's house for me. They stopped on the way to buy a Father's Day gift at Chapters. My son picked out Monopoly Cheaters Edition, and then off he went to his dad's. When my boyfriend got back, he told me about the game they bought for my ex, and I was like, oh, my God, 
my ex is going to think I was behind that one because he cheated on me and now lives with the girl he cheated with. Oh, no. My boyfriend was oblivious, didn't even think about it. My son doesn't know. I casually asked my son if they played the Monopoly game, and he said, no, dad's new girlfriend doesn't like Monopoly. (laughs) I don't know. She had no problem with Star Trek Monopoly, but she doesn't like the Cheaters Monopoly. Monopoly Cheaters Edition. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.